good evening good evening good night another late speak life welcome to speak life a go tell my brethren ministry which is sister in christ rachel carlene renee a servant and daughter of the most high god lord and king welcome beloved praying all is well with you praying all is well oh yeah i said you know i have to make sure the Hartford part don't come so welcome yes yes welcome uh i am lifting up my whole household i am lifting up your whole household and i'm lifting you up also beloved and i am lifting up myself with you you and i yes i am lifting the kingdom family worldwide the beloved of god the martyr saints the persecuted saints those shutting down those taken by men stealers those feeling weak weary withered and even worn i'm lifting them along with their families in the name of jesus and i am lifting children worldwide in the name of Jesus. And I am lifting up those that are blessed to see the blessings and the miracles of God, the the wonders and, and the signs and, and all those things who have an eye and the heart to see the things of God in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you right now. We come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, even in this late hour, Lord, I know there's no time too late to speak with you in the name of Jesus. So you sup with us and you make your abode, God, the Father and the Son, make your abode with us, Lord. And I pray we have an ear to hear because we're nothing without you. We, you are the root of all of us, Lord, and we're your branches. So we come for the living sap to help us to grow stronger in the name of Jesus. Lord, bind up everything that is contrary to you bind the very thing that would be a distraction in the name of jesus and let us have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church so good evening in jesus name good evening beloved so what i came to talk about is lord can i trust you on this restricted road can i trust you on this less traveled road can i trust you on this scenic route Okay, so this morning um, I had all intentions to go south. Uh, and so I wanted to start out early and I did, but not the early that I intended because I know it was going to be most commuting. So I realized that uh the uh, GPS, when I originally started out, it took me right. Now, when I, the more I say that and think about it, yeah, you take me right. I suppose you want to go back. But I know um, the, the way I supposed to go is left. Now, I am in a new place, so I'm really not familiar with a lot of things. But I knew that much. Okay, so it takes me on this scenic route and and I have to cross state lines. So I'm like, is this whole journey 
on a scenic route, you know, when you're in the South, right? These towns, uh, I don't know. It's just all these trees and sometimes there's no houses. So I'm talking to the Lord the whole time. Like, I don't like this. But, you know, it seemed like it was a test. Am I going to trust you on this straight path? I'm, am I going to trust you on this straight path? So I turned the car around. And I just sat and I talked to the Lord in um, Bojangles parking lot. I am not a Bojangles type of gal, okay? But anyway, so are we going to trust the Lord on this straight and narrow path? Or are we going to trust only the path where there's more travelers? on that path because see the more the travelers that's the broader road i was thinking about this um about an hour ago or so a lot of times you know it's so funny you see like i have to say i, I have to say the same things a lot of times but a lot of times we don't know what path we're on one two good signs to know whether the uh christian is on the right path is everyone doing the same thing is everyone saying the same thing I can even go as far as, is everyone wearing the same thing? Is everyone looking the same? Do everyone agree on the same thing? Because that is not the straight and narrow path. The straight and narrow path is not a comfortable road to be on, especially as a race. It's not comfortable. Now, some people like the woods and the mountains all by themselves and knock yourself on out. But that straight and narrow path, it gets less and less people on that straight and narrow path. That broad way leads to death. And most people are on that path. So when we are looking like everybody else, when we are sounding like everybody else, when we are all adorning ourselves the same way, when we are uh, repeating the same things, okay? How can that be? Okay, let's, 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 let's see what it says. Let's see what it says. Matthew... Matthew 7, verse 13, enter ye or enter you in at the straight gate. So enter you in at the straight gate. For or because wide is the gate, wide is the gate, wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. 
and many there be which go in their act. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life. And few there be that find it. So if everyone is saying the same thing, everyone is doing the same thing, everyone is believing the same thing, everyone looks the same way, and everyone um, agrees, then that's many, that's not few. That's not few. That's not few, that's many. That's what that is. That's not few, that's many. And we haven't entered the right gate yet. It's funny because it says why, um, it says the gate, um, straight is the gate. You would think it would say straight is the way or the path or the road because the gate to the new Jerusalem, everyone is not going into that gate. That's what the words say. Everyone is not going into that gate. Many are called. He didn't say everybody. He didn't say all. He said many are called. Many. Many are called, but few are chosen. So the few have to be on that straight and narrow way. Few have to be uh, in that straight gate because straight is the gate. Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way. So narrow is the word because narrow, the way, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And it says, which leads. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, they both lead, which leads unto life. And few, another few, there be that find it. So that have to be something we're looking for or searching for. Or we're led to, so we find it. Enter you in at the straight gate. So in order to enter in at the straight gate, that requires sacrifice because you can't take everything with you because it's narrow. There's a lot of stuff that can't go because it's narrow. Yeah. It's narrow. Yeah. It's narrow. A lot of people can't go with us. A lot of things can't go with us. The way we think can't go with us. Everything is instructed in the Bible that God requires. 
So it's easy for us to get in order because God knows we don't know ourselves. That's why mine has to be renewed in Christ Jesus because he, he knows we don't know ourselves. So this is why he gives us the instructions to everything. He don't leave any stone unturned, none of them. He knows we're mere men. He knows that. Yes, he knows. He knows our heart. Yes, 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 he does. And this is why we have to give it to him because he knows. He knows our thoughts are not his thoughts. He knows our ways are not his ways. So this is why he deposit or imparts imparts it in us. I was talking to a couple of sisters and even today I said to a sister that same thing I said to uh, another, even when we are on our jobs, okay? Say you're on your job and your job is requiring you to steal. You're getting paid good money, but you have to steal. What are you going to do? Tell, say that your job is requiring, because everybody's stealing on that job. Everybody's stealing. Everyone is stealing on the job. So, you know, you're supposed to go with the flow. Say that you're required to lie. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So the thing is, right? If we are truly led by God and the Holy Spirit, we're not going to do it. Now, it may be at first you like, okay, well, I know it's not right, but yeah. But you can't serve God and mammon. So there's going to come a point at some point and some people from the beginning, they're just going to say, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But there's some, they're going to feel bad, but this is what they're telling me I have to do. But what do God say? Because you can't serve God and mammon. So we got to be willing to forsake all. Well, God know my heart. Exactly. It has to be in the heart in order for you to do it because we have to make a choice. This ain't God. Okay. So, okay. Say, say, you know, our, our bills have to be our mortgage. This is how we keep apartments, home, car, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, you're like, okay, I, I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing this, but for now I'm going to do it. And what if Jesus called your name then? Is it worth that? Because all this is temporary. All, this is not forever. Even though as we live it, if it may feel like it, but this is temporary. So this temporary is still determining an eternal. You know, some people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's because, you know, either we have uh, started stealing the lion you know, so yeah, we got to get upset and offended. But what if Jesus called you right then? Let's go to a verse. Let's go to a verse. Something just came to me. So let's go to that verse. Let us go there now. Let us go there. Because, you know, this is, you know, this is God's stuff. This is, this, this belongs to the Lord. Um. Let's see, it says right here. 
uh, it says in Luke, am I in the right place? Yes. In Luke 12, verse 13, and one of the company said unto the Lord Jesus, the word master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. I just noticed that. Okay. And he, the Lord Jesus, the word said unto him, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. Covetousness, one meaning is uh, greed. Having or showing too much desire for wealth or possessions, or for something belonging to another, okay? So it says, take heed and beware of covetousness that is uh, a much desired, a much desire for wealth. Okay, let's, let's do, let's, let's do it like this, yes. Covetousness is an insatiable desire for worldly gain. Covetousness is an insatiable desire to find fulfillment, meaning, and purpose in things instead of God. The spirit of covetousness leads to and is the mother of many other sins. Coveting another man's wife leads to adultery. So that's what covetousness biblically means. So it says, take heed and beware of covetousness and insatiable desire of worldly gains. Mm -hmm. It says, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possesses. I am in Luke 12, that was verse 15, now verse 16. And he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, speck a parable unto them saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits, everything he has uh, claimed, his glory, okay. And he said, he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will, it's his will, will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, okay, soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, you fool, this night your soul 
shall be required of you. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided? So is he that lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. So on the straight and narrow path, the person that is on that path have entered into the straight gate and there was the path is the person that would also be put in these situations and they are willing to forsake all. They're willing to forsake all. They are because they're on the straight and, and straight gate and narrow path. So all this stuff they can't take. It's just like Abram putting Isaac or Abraham putting Isaac on the altar. He was willing to sacrifice Isaac, his promise. He was willing to do that. He was willing to do that. One, that would save his life and Isaac's life because God have a way with when we're holding up something or someone Everybody don't get upset with us because they want to. Everyone don't reject because they want to. Because God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh did not harden his own heart because God was going to get the glory. God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh did not harden his own heart. He did not. He did not. He did not. Um, Exodus 7. And I will hearten Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand. God did that. We have to know the difference between temptation and test. Everything can't go with us. Not when we have decided to be disciples, not when we have decided to be sheep not when we have decided to obey god so but on that road we have to trust him on that road because he is faithful and just to reward us he is god is faithful he is he is faithful he knows the sacrifices he knows the sacrifices he knows that he knows the sacrifice He knows. Um, let me see. Luke. 
14. It's in two places, but we'll go with Luke 14. So Luke 14 says, I hope this is the one that I really want. Luke 14, 25. This is not the one. Let me see. The other one would be, let me see if it's Matthew. Um, let's see if it's Matthew. Because I know it's another one. So let's see here. And I'm going to close with this. It says that. I don't think this is the right one either. Because Peter says to him. Okay, so Luke 14, 25. And there went great multitudes with him, with the Lord Jesus, with the word of God. And he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, if any man come to me, let's see if it's, uh, let's see if it's here. Because there's one. Okay. If any man come to me, okay, let's see. Uh, no, still not the one. If any man comes to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That is Luke 14, 26. It's also in Matthew 10. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you tending to build a tower sits not down first and counts the cost? There is a cost. There is a cost. There is a cost. There is a cost. Um... Matthew 10 says it. Uh, there's another one, though. It says, And he that takes not his cross and follows me, follow the word, follow the Lord Jesus, is not worthy of me, not worthy of the, the word or the Lord. So all the promises, is, you know. Um, he that finds his life shall lose it. And he that lose his life for my sake shall find it. He that receive you receives me, and he that receives me receive him that sent me. There is another way because Peter says to him, there's another way because Peter says, we have forsaken all. We have forsaken all. And he tells them those that have forsake. Um, let's see if I can find it. Okay, yep. Matthew 19. Matthew 19. It says here. 
It says, uh, okay. And Jesus says in verse 21, now he's talking to the one, um, verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, good master, what good thing shall I do? What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life, that I may have eternal life? And he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God said unto him, why calls you me, the word or Lord Jesus, good? There is none good, but one, that is God. But if you will enter into life, keep the commandments. He that loves me, keep my word, keep the commandments. He says unto him, which Jesus, the Lord, the word of God say, you shall do no murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man says unto him, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I? Jesus, the Lord, the word of God says unto him, if you will be perfect, if you will be perfect, go and sell that you have and give. We can't take it all with us. Anyway, go and sell that you have and give to the poor and you shall have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. That is the second greatest commandment. Because you, we are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So if you have great possessions, when you want your neighbor to have great possessions, how can we see our brother in need and, in need and shut up the bowels of our compassion? So it's like, I prefer to have these great possessions now than they have eternal life later. So I prefer to be on the broad way so I can get everything that I desire. I could do what I want. I could say what I want. I could look like how I want. I can, I can agree with everything I want to agree with. I can live life the way that I want to. And yet, I should still be able to enter into eternal life. I should not even desire or even care if someone is right next to me lacking, but I, I, I'm on this path and it's me, my, and I. And it's common to the flesh though. It's common to the flesh. Now, there's some people, they will give the shirt off their back, literally. They will. But there is an order with God with giving and receiving. There's an order with God with giving and receiving. No matter what, we need to go to him for instruction. Because many think that's, that's the greatest thing to give your shirt off your back. However, we don't know what God is doing in that person through we don't know we don't know so it could be a season for this person that they have to endure that 
that they have to endure that. And we think we know the answer, but we have to get the answer from God in all things, in all things. It is only one good. Then said the Lord Jesus the word unto his disciples, discipline. This is the this is the thing, right? We are to be discipled. And with discipleship comes discipline. So to be on that straight, that straight gate, to be in the straight gate in the narrow path requires discipline. Not excuses, but discipline. A just man falls seven times. So that's a continuous fall. But but God, but the word is just. He's already justified. He's already justified. And John says, um, if we are, if either if we have his spirit, this is what the word say. Thank you, Lord. Because the, the Lord says that. This is what the Lord says. He says, I'm going, I think it's in three. Verse, uh, 1 John 3 and 9, whosoever is born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So that cuts out a lot of excuses. In this, the children of God are manifest, revealed, okay? And the children of the devil, whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loves not his brother. That sums that whole thing up right there. It does. It says, then Jesus said unto his disciples, verily I, the word of God, the Lord say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, The word said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Then Jesus answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed you followed the Lord, followed the word of God, what shall we have therewith? And the Lord Jesus, the word said, I'm in Matthew 19, 28 now. And the Lord Jesus, the word said unto them, verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me, followed the word, followed the Lord Jesus, the word of God, in the regeneration, when the son of man shall sit in the throne of his glory, you also shall sit upon 12 thr thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone that has forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my namesake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But many there are which shall be last. No, but many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. That verse again, since I made, I read it wrong. Matthew 19 and 30. But many that are first 
shall be last and the last shall be first. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most blessed, blessed, blessed weekend. Worship and praise the Lord in Jesus name. Peace.